melanin, creativity, the flow of energy, justice, politics, money, jobs. A lot of things to talk about on the stage, especially when I'm addressing my melanin field individuals. And we decided to put it all in a playbook. That's right. You heard me. Playbook. The guidelines to the melanated. Tune in and listen to the melanin playbook. We're waiting. What's good? What's good? What's good, you guys? Welcome to the melanin playbook. It's your boy, Milk. <laughs> and hurt and Lynette. today we're going to be going over some good topics uh the first one is actually going to be go get her or get some the circle of success so <laughs> but you may get gone <laughs> oh, my bad <laughs> my bad <laughs> see that, this is why it takes a time <laughs> it's go me... get her or get gone the circle of success so, my you know, bad, bad. we all got them people in our circles that ain't trying to get there sometimes. And what they say, that old saying, birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Sure enough. So, right. And I ain't trying to flock with somebody who ain't trying to get it. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, you either hustle or you, you got to get gone. Like, I can't have nobody slacking. Not around me, anyway. I don't need any excuses. I don't need any excuses for myself to be slacking. Not going to do that. And I don't want to be out with nobody and I have to feel bad about not doing certain things because you decided not to go out and do it, you know, get it your way. You know, you ever been around those people? You be like, dang, like, I got to kind of like double, double down because I ain't trying to make you feel no type of way. Even though it shouldn't be like that, but you know how you have to consider people's feelings, but it's like, yeah. It can also be, <laughs> if I see you on your stuff, like majorly, majorly, I don't want to be around and be like, shoot, I'm messing up. I got to get my stuff together. I don't never want to. That's how it should be. Yeah. That should, I mean, it should be like time, that. You don't want to be that one all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do not yeah. want to be that one all the time. Sometimes it's like you bring a potential to the group and it's like, all right, you know what? He trying to get it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's go get her or get gone, like real, real talk. But then it's also like you see somebody trying to get it and then I'll let mm-hmm. you hang around versus. Mm-hmm. You ain't trying to do jack. Like you just in the moment. You you good. You sitting back and working your normal nine to five is just enough for you. And it ain't you know you ain't trying to have nothing no. to leave behind for your fam. This and that. You just living day to day. Like yeah, it's like in that no, moment. You know my nah. favorite favorite word of that is you just settling for life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just settling for just mediocre. And my thing is, I don't ever understand it. Because you'll go to Burger King and get mad because they didn't put the pickles on your burger. But you are not doing a successful job and life don't bother you at all. Like, I don't, I'm not understanding. <laughs> like, the difference. Like, I'll be mad at Pizza Hut for not putting the extra cheese on. But you cool because you, alone, you got the rent money. You making it. You good. I'm like, I don't get exactly, it. Exactly. I, I got to be above that. Like, come on. Especially, especially um, if you have kids, like you should do it for yourself. But it's something out there they got kids, they have kids, and that's their mindset. Like just basic, like oh, how do you not want more out of life? It's all like how do you not, how do you just not 
when you are in an environment, how do you not look at it and be like, I want more than what I've had, like, or I want more than what I've, I, I, I want more for my children or something and just like kind of keep going after it. But, it's funny you be saying iPad because, you know, some people get their kids them $30 Android tablets and teach them that they iPad. Let me shut up. Let me shut up. And them, shut them up. the ones that be the worst, though. <laughs> like, let me shut up because I, I pointed out. I never forget, like, you saying that. I remember um, I worked at this job and this older lady came in and she kept calling this LG tablet. She had an iPad. And she, I was helping this. I had helped the lady before. And... I had another customer and the lady, I guess, got to the parking lot, couldn't do something with the tablet. So she came back in the store and literally walked in front of my customer that I was working with, Mm-mm. with the tablet and said, my iPad is not working. And I was finna speak to her to tell her to wait before I could. The customer in front of me was like, that's not an iPad, but it's nice though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what to say on that one. I'm gonna let you make it on that. That was a get gone moment. <laughs> I don't let I don't let nobody make it, ma'am. That's not an iPad. Excuse me. <laughs> Correct yourself. One second. No, that is an so LG. I'd be like, "Where's your tablet? That's not that's that's not a tablet." And I was like, "Well, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right?" But, yeah. No. But no, like I can say, like honestly, I was able to surround myself with individuals who were actually thriving, trying to do things and, and freelance and make stuff happen. And it inspired me to want to do more and create more and have more mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like sometimes you need to see it. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not even just business. It's like, if I'm trying to get in shape, like me and Milk worked out and Milk saw me getting in the gym and kicking it and it made him want to get in the gym and kick Bro, it. It's like, you, you do me? it. You know, sometimes you mm-hmm. need to example. <laughs> you like he can get it, I can get it. Let me go on here and kind of make it happen, bro. I'm telling you right now, it was plenty of days that I just did. You would want to go after, right after work, or like right before work, and I could just look at my body and be like, bro, I do not want to go in here. But the motivation you actually put out for, like towards your friend, can actually help them out and just mm-hmm. help them. That that what make, helps them make it through. Yeah. So, yep. No, it's how, it's how, but it's how you do it. Sometimes you like I like so I like a diverse group. Like so that's how I say the circle of success. Um, I like a diverse group. I like people who are successful, but they don't have to be successful in the same thing, and we all don't have to be doing the exact same thing. But it's just that we right. It's just we all bring something to the table to learn off. You know, whether it's entrepreneurship, um, it's it's helping with body goals. Uh, financial literacy, things along those lines, because you bring it, you bring it to the table and you get to know it. Um, you know, in my circle, there's a lot of people, you know, that I learned stuff from and how to how to basically push and be ahead. Like as she teach me with creativity, you know what I mean? Um, Milt was actually one of the first people I saw do um, legit business out on his own. Um, I won't say I won't say what that business was, but I saw him do legit business. Hey, business, his business was booming at the time, and um, you know it was you know even even my husband like Twan um being successful in his career um and being a great manager was a good you know thing to watch and it helped me be who I knew I could be. And push to move up in the workforce. So it was a lot of different things I saw. And Jamez, man, Jamez is, uh, to me, always will go down in history as 
a financial literacy like legend. Like he knows it, knows it. And he breaks it down and he has the focus and the drive to just be one great dude, like just real talk. And so I got a lot of people in my circle that I watch that do great things. Even Queen on here, you know, she's getting ready to start her own thing. So it's um, a lot of people that are highly successful trying to make it happen. Yeah, that's how it is since I've been here in Texas. Like the people that I'm surrounded with, I, I always tell them like I'm thankful for y'all friendship because they just like it's like I'm the youngest of my group actually. So and it's like the they're all in their careers, you know, married with families, doing you know doing their doing their thing, you know, and it's just like that. It's so much positivity that I'd be like, God dang, I ain't never 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 known one group that has so much positive pos- positivity and just can handle certain situations as grown adults. You know, like it's just it's amazing. Like I just like, dang, how how did I align with these type of people? But I'm glad, I'm thankful because it motivates me to just keep pushing. A lot of times they are the reasons that I'm I'm still like going because of the support that they have. You know, it's just it's amazing when you when you do have a circle of people that genuinely yeah. care, genuinely want to push you genuinely want to just see you make it and not just because like they just genuinely want to see you doing good for you and your family yeah i mean that's that's real because it's like a lot of times we have to evaluate our circle because some people are in the circle that don't want to see you in either like some people are just in there and it's like you know what i'm floating around trying to hold you down literally (laughs) so It's like you don't get it, and I be mean, me and Milton knew a couple of them. I will not call out names. Um, I will not call out names, but let's just I say I gave him, name, I gave him fair warning like on do. some people. You do, big boy. And then you have that, and then sometimes within I let you know too. And a lot of times we we don't listen to ourselves before we get, you know, start getting involved with those type of people. Like, you probably have a certain type of feeling or something gonna that's going to, like, trigger in you, but you be like, nah, you know, I'm going to see what this going to, you know, and then you just have to learn the hard way. <laughs> right. Said, like, you know how you would deal with a person, you know, you like, mm, I don't know if I should let them in my inner space, but then you do it anyway, and then you like, see, I should listen to myself the first time. But that's always, it's always our, I, personally, I feel like that's always our defense mechanism, always trying to kick in on people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I see myself and, because personally, I have a friend that I feel personally can do a lot better. I've told this friend, man, mm-hmm. you can step it up. Mm-hmm. But they don't, but I'm still friends with them. That's, and sometimes it takes a certain type of friend, like, Terrell is that for me personally. He is that type of friend that's going, hey, nah, bro, I, I know you can do better. I know that's going to amp me up to do better. Yeah. But it's some friends out here that, that mediocre, that, that soft spot, with it. That, that's, that's where they want to be at. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and that's, you just accept that that's who they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know you I, I think it's but as you get older. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. As you get older, you hold them accountable. Like you, you learn to oh, be like, you know what? Hey, I like because I think it's a difference. Like when you're a teenage friends versus when you're in your twenties friends versus yeah. when you hit that thirties friend. Because when you hit that thirties friends, like I'm like whoever, Nigga, I ain't gonna lie. Most of the time, when you friends in your thirties, 
Like, yeah, at this point, y'all family, y'all finna ride or die. Cause 30s, you <laughs> learn. No, that's real talk. You not fair. 30s, everything you do has to make sense. So yeah. that means even the people you around, it has to line up. If it don't line up, I'm not finna be around you. Thank you. Go be about your yeah. business. I'm not finna do it because it's like everything has has a purpose when you're in your 30s. Everything yeah. has to make sense. If it does not make sense, we're not finna do it. That's just like right now, we're all sitting at home. But if something made sense enough for us to get up and let's say go to the store or go to get oh, food yeah, or something, get we'll go do it. Now, mm-hmm. if you just ask me, hey, can you want you want to come out and hang out and I got to work in the morning, that don't make sense for me to nah. leave my house at 10. I'm not going to go do this. I'm going to sit at home. Thank you, though, for the invite. But I'm not coming up out of here. Because <laughs> like, that don't make sense. Now, brother, like, if you want to talk on the phone, I, I might. Yeah, I can do that all night like, long. Like a couple minutes mean? or so, but you know, I ain't coming out this house. Not during the week. Mm-mm. Right, but I know. Like, like nah, nah, my mom always say, "It's a school night. You can't do right." That. You be mm. you you miss those times, but it's right. you do like watch her. Like I think, and when you're in high school, you're about you're about perception. You know what I mean? Um, how they view you is you know, am I popular? Am I in the in the nerd group? What am I doing? Like that's how you are in your teenage years, and then you hit your twenties. And it's all about who's trying to vibe with you. That's how you select your circle. Who's trying to vibe with you? If the vibe is strong, if they're giving you the energy that you want, because you got to think about 20s is the really 20s is the decade of want. It's not needs. It ain't needs. 20s is the decade of want. I feel like that's when you're supposed to get as much as your stuff out. Right, because it's the decades of one, because you don't have everything you do in your 20s for the most part is an impulse. It's not really something that was legitly thought out. It's like, you know what? I slept with this person because it just felt right in the moment. (laughs) Like, not because because I needed to or I wanted to, just because, you know what? I was horny, they was there. All right, cool. (laughs) Like, that's that's one. Like, I real life had to understand that over years, though. Like, you, you were never like truly. And I would say love. It was just the circumstance of the time. Right. Because if you go in your 30s, you would look at some of the people you slept with in your 20s and be like, I don't know. Why the, why, why the hell I do that? Like, what was I thinking in that moment when I decided to lay up with you? Like, I don't I really don't know. Because now it don't make sense because now you 30s, you're logical. So then now it's like now this don't this didn't make sense of why I did that. Exactly. Why, why like, I don't I, understand it. Why am I so wasting my time? Now, some of it is funny moments, and some of it you look back and you laugh at, but then even some stuff you do in your 20s, like you're questioning your 30s because now you got a brighter mindset. So then it's like, you know what? I was stupid when I told myself I was going to ride on a skateboard attached to the trunk of a car and go down the street just for hilarious fun. Like, what was I thinking? I broke my leg. Like, that was stupid. Hold on. That does (laughs) sound pretty awesome a little bit still. But, you know, I'm just saying. And then it's like when you're in your... Like twenties, you're you're doing stuff in the moment. Um, you're creating memories, but the the depthness of the memory does not get you. If you get what I'm saying, um, in your thirties, when you create a memory, you want some. You're thinking in your mind before you even do it. Like I said, the make sense come in, and then you're like, it has mm-hmm. to be something that I'm gonna think about when I'm 45. I'm gonna go back in my mind on this trip, and I'm gonna be like, God, we had so much fun. Because like me. Me and TT, we went to New Orleans. Um, majority of the um, the year before I moved to Charlotte, we was in down there like almost every time. You know, because you went a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I can remember every single time I went down there. 
When I say every single time, I can remember every single time. I can remember what we did every single time. Um, I can remember everything. Why? It was a memory because it was a plan that was thought out. It may seem impulse, but it was like, I want to go down here with milk because I want to. I want it to just be a guy's night. Or I want to go down here with fam because these people know how to wild out or do this. Like, I remember the time me, Milt, and, um, Antoine, and Flood went down. And yeah. Flood, him and Flood had to sleep head to foot. I mean, that was in the same bed. And we got this room. We was at the St. Chris um, uh, Hotel of, um, I think it was Western, um, I forgot, Best Western, uh, St. Chris. So, I, I, I remember the wall. Yeah. The wall, the one that got me. It had an accent brick wall in it. Right. <laughs> and we I'm stayed in there. So and we, we paid... We paid, split that room in the four. We paid down there. We was walking down Bourbon, getting lit, as we always did. I think, it's like, we literally came back in, and laid down, and was gone that quick. Like, I think everybody was asleep. Because <laughs> little little did they know, Twan literally, <laughs> we were in a room, four of us, and Twan literally got naked <laughs> under the covers. I was like, you do know there's other people no. in here. You don't know how to keep the covers over yourself. But I was <laughs> like, okay, whatever. That's your successful moment. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh-huh. You had been drunk, you trying to play around. All right, let's yeah. just say you would have got an eye full that you did not oh, want to see. It was <laughs> but you know what? It wouldn't have mattered. We didn't all seen each other at this point, so it is what right. it is. But yeah, I would say for me in my twenties, like it was a little different for me. Like you know how you want to say y'all finding yourself and trying to you know get things out. I had a child when I was twenty, <laughs> you know. So I feel like the moments that everybody was getting to figure themselves out or having moments where they can do what they want to do, I couldn't do that because my 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 identity at the time was me being a mom. So I would say, me, I would say between me. 27 up until now is when I started to get to learn me and know who who I was as a person because like I said my identity was stolen not stolen was taken to be a mom so it's just it's just amazing when I hear people talk about their 20s and I was like dang I was actually working a full-time job paying bills you know like in my own place like I mean for me it was like that in my 20s too like I I think I I was I always said I was a decade ahead because like 25 I was already in the mindset of what a person that's turning 30 will be feeling like I was like I need to do this I can't do this no more no funny games I was in my I I grew up right quick bro I, I say every day that Bruh, I really just took that for granted. Mm-hmm. Like, took all that for granted. Like, now I'm an adult. I'm paying my own bills. I'm looking after my own family. That's but I like, used to point that out to you, though. Yes. <laughs> like, bro. I used to you, say that a lot. Tell me, bro, I ain't got nothing to sit here and mope about because I had life. Bruh, I used to tell him all the time. Anybody, said, a lot of people that in my age group. Bro, he stayed at home, parents. I mean, they you were basically a spoiled child, so to speak. And I was like, bro, when he would complain about something, I'm like, you complain. Like, bro, I'm over here struggling, struggling. Like, come on. Like, for me, going to Waffle House was super fun. Like, that's how broke I was. It was like going to sit in Waffle House in the middle of the night was fun for us. And it was like, you know, to see, honestly, to see us transition because it was, um, I remember before we got ready to move up here, literally a little bit before we got ready to move, 
Twan told me in the kitchen when we was in the apartment um, down there, he said, he said, I just, I thank you for being you. He's like, because we wouldn't have all we have right now if it wasn't for you and you being ambitious like you are. And he, he even said it when we got up here. He was like, you know, we wouldn't have been in, in Charlotte if it wasn't for you. He said, I know you had to drag me up here, but I I, I appreciate it. I love it here. You know what I mean? And since we've been up here, you know, everything has come together. To be honest, it's not that much we want for, you know, mm-hmm. and we are finally in a financial, you know, spot where we're good, we ain't struggling. Most of that, to be honest, most bills got paid early. Like, it's not, oh, I'm waiting for the due date. It's like, no, I ain't even paying attention to the due date. <laughs> it's coming up here. And, it, you know, to be in a space like that, I just bought a new truck. Like, it's like just in a good space. But like I said, it took being around successful individuals. And sometimes the circle of success for you changes during periods of life because not everybody is meant to be in every period of life. Me and Milt separated for a little minute. And we wasn't, we were, but like this, there's a, to me, there's an inner circle and there's an outer circle. And I think some elements of life rotate in between the two and some once they out, they out. And I think me and him was just on that outer circle at the time. It was like, we know we rotating around each other, but mm. right now we ain't really on that inner circle. Like, I can't tell you what's fully going on with you and you can't say what's fully going on with me. But, you know, if if it goes down, I'll hop from this outer circle down to this inner circle for a short minute and then I'll go back out to my outer ring. Like, that's kind of like what it was. And, True. you know, like now, you know, to see where each other is like right now we're both successful um i'm proud of you know my brother he's gonna he's gonna be a dad like you know you you watch success happen and i and there was a lot of things that i wanted for him and sometimes wanting stuff from people you have you have to drop the seeds and then just watch it grow if they're gonna allow it to grow let it grow and if not hey because kind of is what it is and you know i like i was a lot of stuff i knew i saw and I was I used to tell people all the time, they'd be like, say he gonna move. I'd be like, man, Mill ain't going nowhere. He's gonna be right there in Mississippi. I used to say that all the time. And they would be like, No, he leave. I'd be like, No, he ain't. I'm like, Milton, exactly where he wanna be. He ain't he ain't going exactly, nowhere. Exactly, bro. And and like not like not in no bad way. Um, no, it's not in a bad way. I understand. Like, but people think about that and be like, Well, bro, you never wanted to leave and spread your wings. I was like, bro, at a certain point, like I ain't had nothing bad to say about you know, but who to say I'm not flying now? Right. Like being That's what I'm saying. Honest. Like, bro, I'm good. Like, I, I ain't gonna say certain circumstances in my life helped me get a, I guess, like a, a step up than a traditional African American man. But you know, I was ex- like, I, I just mentally was okay with. I know I can make it here. I know I can make it anywhere else that I go. But it's the simple fact that. I'm trying to make something here because it's like I felt everybody was just leaving. You would just come, not not you in particular, but like, you know, people would actually come to me, like you said, oh, he going to move this, he going to do this, bro. And I tell you, no, I'm not. You sit there and get mad because I'm not doing what you want me to do. Yeah. And I never understood that about people. Yeah. Like, I understand yeah, you, like you want to be that type of person, like we always saying, want to motivate, want to do that. But think about the person itself, too. 
Mm-hmm. I think it would be like that because it's just like my my dance instructors. Shout out to Roger and Tina Long. <laughs> they, um, you know, I was dancing with them for years, and I say years, I mean years, like every bit of probably eight years, if not over. And I remember me and Roger had this conversation, and he told me, you know, how he created his dance business. You know, he's an artist too, so he actually. Um, does art draw and paint and he told me he was like you know what you don't always have to branch out to find happiness or find success he's like you can find success right here and i you know it was good like i remember he even had ain't gonna lie he had me on the on the brink i was like you know what i could stay in mississippi i remember i prayed about it and i said as long as i can get up and travel when i get ready to travel i'm good i said i could stay here now, the more I travel, the more it was shown to me that I was just not meant to be there. And I would find myself leaving out, coming back home, complaining about the fact that things there wasn't like what I ventured out and found. And I like traveling because every time I traveled, it was like it was like pieces of me were scattered all over the world and I was just finding myself. And I was I'm like being in this moment, you know, now it's like, look where I'm at. I'm out here. And it took a minute for this to be home. And it took a certain circle and a certain uh, group of people to position things to make it where I was able to make a clear decision. And like what we talked about, exit strategy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said on one episode a minute ago, um, Milt provided me with space that I needed in a moment. And to not be needed or involved and just kind of beating myself and focus on getting me together mentally. And then I, when I came back, I was I said, you know what? Now I'm clear headed and I need to judge the situation for what it is. And I was able to make change. I never faulted anybody for staying in Mississippi or not making that move, even if you're in my circle. Because mm-hmm. even though it was the best thing for me, what did me and you talk about, Lynette? I, when I told you, I said, I'm so proud of you for getting up leaving. You remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I said, a lot of people wouldn't have done it, but you did it. And I said, I'm, I'm at the time I was trying to do it. And I said, you took a, a chance and just went out and, you know, look where you are now. You, you good. You in Texas and you good. And same as, you know, with milk, I, I milk was looking and I remember the whole time looking, I said, he don't want to go nowhere. Y'all. He don't want to go nowhere. And the thing about it, is you got, I ain't gonna lie, you got to question the people who really know you. Because some people know you enough that they can say it versus the people who was just like, mm-hmm. why you ain't doing this? And I was like, he ain't doing it. I was like, I know for a fact he ain't doing it. And I, I think we never admitted to each other, but I think we were more in sync than we put off. And it Brent, was kind of like... That, I, like, I want to, like, you right, totally. Cause that would be the point of you always know you wouldn't you wouldn't do the same stuff other people would do. You wouldn't like come badge me like ah oh, you should go down here and do it be with stay with Blase blah Blase blah, blah, blah and you'll be doing this you'll make it good out there, bro. I'm cool. Why I feel like people are trying to live my life for me instead yeah. of let me just do me and figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what if I go somewhere I don't like it? And that would have set me back on some more type stuff. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I remember when you was almost gonna come up here, and I was like, I want him to come up here, and then I don't. Right. 
And I was like, because I just don't, I even told Tony, he texted, I said, I don't, this ain't, he don't want this. And I told him he don't, I said, he don't want right. this. It's like, you know, certain things. And I mean, even when you told me, you know, you was going to be a dad, what was the first thing I said? I said, I know you happy. I said, but are you ready? Yes, that's the, as that was your main concern of, bro, are you ready to actually step off into that? Yep. And that's and, then, and then when he said, I mean, I am, I said, all right, cool. And and what right. what what did I say at the day? I said, well, I guess I got a nephew and niece coming in here. And then go. I and I left it at that. And it's like, you know, I think for me, in the like I'm I'm a I ain't gonna lie, when I got ready to move away, I realized I was such the centerpiece to so many circles. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know it, know it, and nobody told me until I left. And then it was like when I was leaving, oh you you are the synergy and you're this and that. And I'm like, no. I was like, cause for me personally. I, when every time I spoke with you guys, I cared about you individually. So I was always like, y'all are looking at the outskirts of Milton and his situation. I want to know internally what's going on. I know it because I can sense it, but I want to know where he's at mentally. And if he's good, I'm good. Like if he's great, I'm great. Like I'm whatever he is, but it's going to be certain moments that he might be feeling in, in greatness. And I'm like, sir, that's not where you. No, I'm gonna call it out because that's what a, a good friend, a, a good, good friend family does. member, and a good brother do. Like I'm gonna call it out, and I'm be like, "Hey, you know what? Hey, you're not gonna want to hear, but it's gonna be good, right? You may not want to hear, but it's gonna be right. There. But that that's something that people need, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You are that person for me personally, bro. Yeah, like, I can cold heartedly admit it. That I, I can cold heartedly admit it that that now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when I was talking to Lynette, when we was in Atlanta, I'll never forget we had that conversation. And I told, what did I, I said, I'm proud of you for moving. Remember I said that? And what came right after that? I said, but if I was you, I'd have moved in a manner that all it took was just me. You remember yeah, having that? that that's what, that's what um, I remember that. But the thing about that was, that was fear. When we talked yeah. about it on our last episode, that's what I was saying. Like, cause now that I'm by myself, I feel like this was the best choice. Yeah, I remember you saying that, but at the time when I did that, it was out of fear, but it was out of my control too, because I wasn't the one who sent out the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, so it was like I was kind of like, it was just it just happened. It that wasn't the plan, but it just happened like that. And also I just went with it out of fear. Yeah. So when I moved to Texas, I moved here. I moved here with nobody, it's just me and the kids, not knowing absolutely nobody. And I like I went from losing a lot to gaining like almost everything back. It's crazy. Yeah, because you because you need it. Like you need it. Like it, I, I can't explain. Like you need to have that faith one in self. You you can't get any. You can't be a part of a circle without you having your own unit together. If your unit's not together, you're not going to succeed in a circle because the only thing you're going to do is drain energy from it. And you're not going to be able to grow with it because in a circle, I have a circle up here and um, my friend Jay moved to Texas, not Texas, but Atlanta, is a store manager out there, has his own businesses he's running. He's doing good. My um, brother Jamez has his own business he's doing, the charm life. Um, he's financial advising, he's a life coach, you know, he's growing his success. They poured in his, even his wife, um, D. D is helping people create businesses and 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 learn business um 
techniques to be successful. So it's like, you know, they poured in on me. And at the time I had to drive in the energy, but I didn't have the dream to do it. And then it's like, now look at me, the creator of the Melanin Playbook. You know what I mean? And and, and websites and there's clothing coming and, and there's other stuff I want to do. And my mind focus is always on creating the atmosphere to be able to sustain for self and work for self and not have to work for anybody else. And it create it's in there. It's in that moment. And it's like, sometimes the people you around are the people that you need. You know what I mean? And I remember even me, I remember me and Mill had this conversation. I used to tell him, I said, Hey, you like to go talk to Twan because Twan was a yes person. And I said, you okay. don't want to talk to me because I call you out. And I say, you know, I'm right. Every time I open my mouth, but that ain't what you want to hear. In that moment, you want to hit that person that's going to be like, Milk, you want to run up the street naked? Okay, cool. I think it's going to be the most beautiful thing when you take off running versus, dude, you're going to get arrested. You're like, you need to go sit in the house. Like, you want to hit it, you know? No, but, I, 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 want, I want to do this stuff, bro. Yeah, like, at, I, the I end, this, at the end of the night, it was me. At the end of the night, majority of the time, who came, who ended up coming picking you up? It was like a mom and dad situation. It was like, yeah, man. I'm like, a you, I would hate to call you. Awesome. Hey, bro, like, I'm drunk as fuck right now. Hey, bro, I just need, like, come get me so you can take me to the crib, bro. Right. Instead of, Call hey, Tom, hey, bro, don't ask no questions. Just you leave just me come, down here. If I jump in the car, let me jump in the car and we go. 20 one years. embarrassing moment was when we, we out, got bro. drunk at our house. And I remember he was drunk in there, laid out on the bathroom floor, passed out. And <laughs> I told Tom, I came, he's going to try to wake him up, Milt, to when get up or whatever. So then I come up in there. I said, Milt, I said, um, I said, you all right? He's you know, bum mumbling and crap. He's like, I'm going to get up in a minute. So I went on. So I, I said, I'm going to go to bed. Then I said, you should, you all right? He said, yeah. I'm talking about that. Let me tell you the, the position Milton is. Milton is laying on the floor with his pants around his ankle, laid out on the bathroom floor. And good. I didn't use the bathroom good. Like, and I'm sitting up there like, bro, you gonna get up? Like, what's happening? So, I had, <laughs> I kept in and I told him, I said, cause Twan was like, well, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Twan came and laid in the bed. Twan, now, I'm gonna tell you something about Twan. When Twan laid in the bed, Twan ain't getting back up. He, that's oh, true so. now. Like, he ain't getting back up. It's a done deal. And he came and laid in that bed and he, I think we went to sleep for a minute, woke back up, still saw that light on the hallway. And I told him, I said, hey, Mills in the bathroom? He said, I don't know. I got up in there, I'm still laid out on the floor. I told what I say, I said, if you don't get up off this floor in a minute, I said, you're gonna force me to have to come in here and get you up off the floor. And I said, You don't want you don't want me to have to come in here and get you up off the floor. And I tell you, he got off that floor that night. <laughs> I told him, I you don't want me to come in here. I got on the uh, what's what's the little thing? The uh, y'all used to have like this little couch that used to rotate all the uh-huh. way. That's over chill. I got on there for like good two hours. I was like, bro, I can make it to the crib. I told myself, bro. I told myself, and and it's a, it was a lot of people like, like I say, you have your circles. You need to know how it goes. And I remember getting the messages when I left, and people was like, man, what we gonna do? Like you held it all together. You got it. And I was just sitting in my mom like, y'all gotta hold it together for self. Like if you relying on one part of the circle to hold up everybody, the circle is doomed from the start. Like it's like it's already doomed. Um, because you don't know how much a person energy they giving up to keep this circle rotating. And like, that's, that's, that's what I, I think it's a great thing when life aligns the, the people you need around you. And I know you need these people around you because I feel like when I was trying to, I, I feel like I was trying to 
make a circle, like just keep, you know, have people that I love around me. Cause if, if they see that I want to do better, they want to do it. You know, like trying to take people that I, you know, kind of grew up with or just real close with, you know, to be like, okay, we're going to try to do this together. But it was me who wanted to do it together. Everybody wants to do it on their own. And it's like, okay, when I had to realize, okay, I just got to let this go. It seemed like life started aligning certain people to be in my path and to, to make connections with, to make lifetime uh, friendships or memories or whatever it's like you know you try to make your own circle but your circle your circle end up being somebody that you need like if you got a circle right now just think about it everybody individually you can go to about something different that keeps you sane or keep you motivated or no yeah <laughs> I'm sorry Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not, it's not funny. I'm here to shout out laying on his back and, the, and it's how he's looking at me that got me laughing. Um, But uh, no, nah, you're right. Like, it's like sometimes you got to like piece those things together and just be in that moment of a, the, the, the circle comes together on its own. If you force a circle, it's, it's going to break apart. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it, you can't, you can't find it. You can't find a circle of success forcing it together, mm-hmm. but you do have to hold the circle to accountability because sometimes we join circles that just ain't we ain't gonna be a part of. It. But we like, you know what? It's the only time so I'ma hop in the loop. Does that sound familiar for somebody? I ain't gonna say no names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no name, but does that sound familiar for somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, please feel. <laughs> What'd you say, Milk? Played the fifth. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, no, nah, that's hundred percent the truth. Like it's like sometimes you join circles and it's like, no, nah, you I gotta I gotta break away. I gotta break away. Cause I I mean our back home, our circle was was super big. It was super big. You know, we had it was Andrea, Chanel, me, you, Antoine, Jazz. It was a lot of people in that in that group. But it slowly, how slowly did that start to break away? Like it, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, like we said, it wasn't a negative exit, but it was just people started going through stuff and growing in ways and, and mm-hmm. it just made it where, you know, sometimes you, you outgrow circles, not in a negative way, but I think you become such a strong and powerful individual that it's like you can bounce from circle to circle without having one just legit circle. Like I enjoy the circle here. We you know we we are on this this platform, this podcast, and this is a circle. And I enjoy the energy that comes with this circle. You know what I mean? Um, so it's it's a lot of positive things that come from circle in adulthood. But more, the deeper you get into adulthood, most of the time you your circle is an add on to you. You learn that you're not a part of the circle to be better, but that the circle is better with you being a part of it. Yeah, that's true though. So yeah, they they do that, and yeah, it's moments that, like I say, you might need to take a break from the circle. You might need to find, you know, do things on your own for a minute. Um, try success solo. Like it's it's a couple of things that might end up happening, you know. But at the end of the day, you can always come back. You can always come back. <laughs> yeah, you trying to find your way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Like, I, you know, um, like what, like I said, one thing, you know, like you said earlier, one thing I do, you know, love about it, like 
sometimes when people break apart and then they get back together, it's just like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to put it out there. But it, it was good that me and Milk Connection had that conversation and just be like, hey, you know what? It was what it was. I ain't going to lie. I didn't know. I ain't going to lie because some stuff you find out you don't, you didn't know. Like, I ain't know me walking past him not saying crap was really like getting to him that, that, that day. Oh, no, yeah, bro. Like, you really want to make me box you on that. Just off that alone. I was like, I didn't know that, but in my mindset, I was you like, gonna bro. box that out, bro. For dead, bro. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Say that. And the sad part was he let us sleep in his bed and everything doing that thing. Okay. And I was just like, I ain't finna, I ain't got nothing. Bro, I, I, I real life said, even though I'm beefing with, beefing with this man, you still my homie. And your hood's still my homie, bro. Y'all take my bed. I sleep on the couch in my own home. Yeah. It was like, bro, this all right. Go eat. Bro, I told you, like, Tom was like, I want to stay with Milton because I ain't seen Milton in forever. And I want to I want to hang out with Milton. And got it in there. And then my, I, I told him legit. I said, bro, I really don't want to stay in that dude's house like that. I said, I just feel like it's inappropriate. I said, personally, I said, I feel like it's inappropriate for me to stay in his house and we got unresolved issues. I was like, I just feel like it's not respectful for me to do it. Um, and I said, I feel like now I'm going to be around here uncomfortable because I really don't, at the time in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to talk to him. Clearly, he don't want to talk to me. So I was like, it is what it is. I Like I said, so when I came down, I'm not in my mindset of thinking that that bothers you because I'm like, dude, we ain't been talking. Like, we, we cut each other off on yeah. social media and everything. Like, we, like, at this point, we, I guess we good. Like, we... You know, I don't hate you. I, I you know, I'm, I just, I'm, you know. I'm in care, but it's like, hey, like, you know. Don't realize, sometimes people don't realize that something they do hurt another person because they feel like, oh, I ain't do nothing. But you don't know how. And that's how, it, but but that's how it was you. for me. Yeah. That's how it really was for me. Because I ain't know, I, like, what I, I ain't know what I did truly hurt him. Because I thought we was on the same thing of like right. try to understand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I mean, what, I, I that's what the whole freedom. like this. That's how the whole miscommunication came from, really. Me not understanding, like as he can tell you, I'm like they taught me a lot about you know different types of communities. I was very narrow minded before I met them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was extremely narrow minded before I met them. Until they actually open my mind up to, you know what I'm saying, understanding that other type of person or just because you live your lifestyle this type of way, it don't make you different than what the hell I am. You know what I'm saying? You still a dude. You still going to do what you got to do, but you just love differently than how I love. Or you love the same on some some different type stuff. You feel me? You got to learn each other. Then that's that's what I'm saying. That's truly what made this man my brother. He helped yeah. me grow as a man, you know what I'm saying? Trying to understand the world differently than what I saw. But when you once you can do that with a person, you know what I'm saying? Actually sit down and get to know them. Whatever the hell they do out anywhere else, that don't phase you because they don't phase that friendship because it's tr- yeah. truly genuine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I mean, but a lot of people I mean, miss that though. Yeah, because I, I think a lot of time we, we are looking at the differences in, in, in situations. And I think, I think in that moment, it was a learning experience because I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just can't protect everybody from stuff. And I, like I said, in that, I think in that moment, I was hurt because it was you're in my circle. I don't let everybody in my circle. Like, I'm very protective over mm-hmm. my space. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a very protective 
person, especially when it comes to allowing people in internally. And in mm-hmm. that moment, I was like, bro, like I gave you freedom to hang with who you want to be with because I'm not going to be that friend to be like, I don't mess with them. So you don't mess with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be that individual. So that's why I was like, you know, and when he asked, I was like, hey, you mean you want to hang out with old dude? Hey, I can't get mad. But th- this is my history with these people. And, and that's why I don't mess with them. Like, you know, and I think when it got to a point where it was like joke levels, but my name kept coming up is when I got irritated. And then I'm like, you kind of involved in it. And it was like, although you in yourself and your, your space can be, I don't like you crack a joke. I don't mind. Cause I, it's, I know it's not coming from a place to hate, but when you around people that I know have malicious intent when they're doing it, I have a problem with that. And I'm like, you know what I mean? And we had our conversation right after the situation, but it wasn't enough. And I think mm-hmm. it was, I think it was, we understand where we're coming from. We under, You understand why I'm angry, but it wasn't a resolution in that moment. I think we had the conversation right. and literally just broke off from each other. It was like, right. boom. We, we never got the con- to that point then. Like, I feel like we should have, like, like we have yeah. afterwards. Yeah. To the point where we were just being too stubborn as two different men. Yeah. Just being stubborn, not trying to understand each other. But I, I think we didn't understand. I think we I think we understood, but didn't understand the severity of the situation. And I and so I think it was kind of like, you know what? Hey, th- this this is about to mess the circle up. And it, and it did because it was like mm-hmm. you can't get everybody together when you, some of y'all beefing right. <laughs> with each other. You don't want to so, be around. Nah, bro. I don't want to come. Yeah, you like I ain't finna be around this individual. And so, yeah, it was kind of like later down the road, it it changed up. But it was like, yeah, in that moment, it was like, nah, nah. And I and I think, like I said, coming down. And I remember I didn't know you was doing all that business on the side, like I said. Right, right, right. But um, <laughs> I didn't know, like, you got to speed past that part. Right, right, right speed past that. So it's like, um, I didn't know, like, like that it was a successful thing that was kind of going on at the time. And it was like, at the same time of being proud, it was like, you know what? I'm, I, I can't say nothing because we not, we not on that right now. Like, I'm like, I'm involved in the crap. And I think it was the first time you got to see, how the podcasting life works and and be involved in that at the time. And it was like we both doing things and then, you know, that which was the main reason why like when we got to do this, I was I was quick to pull you in because I was like, hey, you know, sometimes when you're some circles of success or just circles in general are not something that just comes together. Sometimes you create it. Sometimes it's you make the platform you create and you bring everybody together. And that's your role. Now, keeping the circle or the ball in this instance rolling is not completely on you. It's on everybody that's a part of the loop. And like now, you know, we all are a part of the Melanin Playbook. Mm-hmm. And we we take value in being hosts and being members and and, and hold, it, hold ourselves accountable for the standard we're setting for this platform. Because at the end of the day, we're all now interconnected in a circle. <laughs> which means i mean literally it's still the same thing you could be a go-getter with me or you can get gone like it just is what it is you know at the end of the day business is business <laughs> so you work it out how you do but i think even in circles you still have to learn how you stay a successful circle 
is being transparent with each other. And I like in that moment of, you know, it was months ago, but in that moment coming back down, it's like, I think we were able to be transparent enough to say, all right, we'll move on from it versus, well, you know, we're going to still walk around with this awkward. Cause I ain't gonna lie. When I came down, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, is it going to still be awkward? Like it was the last time Are we going to actually not. speak. You never uh, like, want to do this. Right. I was like, it's cause I, and I think it was because I, I ain't going to lie. I almost didn't want to, because I think the time after that time, I think I actually about staying. And then it, you said that you wasn't going to be at home. Right. And I was like, um, well, normally that wouldn't have mattered. But I, I right. then in my mind, I was like, but we in a, I guess we in a different space right now. So that's not going to be the case. And then it was and me like, not, and that's what I'm saying. Me not thinking that way, though. Yeah. But, you know, that's and that was that was my thought. Yeah, that was my thoughts on it. And then it was kind of like, then I was like, well, somebody told me uh, that you was like going down to New Orleans. And I was like, well, crap, I'm going down to New Orleans. And I was so irritated in that moment. I said, please don't let me bump into this dude because I don't even want to see him on this trip. Exactly. <laughs> and I was I'm like, like and I remember I came, like, I think I finally told you I was down there like the last, literally the last day. Bro. And I think, I think it's because I bumped into you at the job. I think I ended up coming up there to see um, Alvin, and you right. just happened to be up there. And I ain't gonna lie, I blew you off then in that moment. It was like awkward conversation, and then it was like I right, and moved on by my business, went on over here, never said nothing else. And yeah, I was like, like, whoa! I was like, bro, I was like, at this point, and and it, you know, thinking about it now, you be like, damn, like I can't even think, I can't even fathom why we was at that level, but we were there, right? So it was like, yeah, it, but you know, you grow and, and you you make better decisions. You make better decisions. You make you you you. And I, I think honestly, we are all better. Me, you, Lynette. I think we all talked our differences, and True. you know, the circles get stronger when you're able to do it. Like uh, I ain't gonna lie, I said on a, I called Lynette last night, and I remember I got off the phone, and I didn't even tell her this, but. I was thinking in my mind, I always think of something when it's when it's traumatically different. I always think about it. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? Five or six years ago, you couldn't even tell me I would have sit on the phone and had a conversation with her. Mm-mm. I literally told myself that when I got, I said, I couldn't believe that I sit and have a conversation with her on the phone. Because we yeah. never talked outside of a group conversation. Yeah. It's so true. I was like, I outside like dang because when I you called me my mama was like who you talking to and I was just like I'm you know I was like um I was like hurt of course and she was like who is that and I was like I only know one like what do you mean yeah. <laughs> she was like she was shocked she was like who you on phone with <laughs> and I was uh, just like yeah. I was like trying to figure it out like and that's mm-hmm. how but that's how it is. and it's you know circles you grow and as you get older, like I say, you just accept certain things. Like, you know, we all are in our 30s on here. And you look at stuff different. I think we all can say versus our 20s. Everybody 20. has to grow up. Everybody yeah. has to happen and everybody has to grow up. And it's like, now you be like, you know what? Uh, like, I ain't, fin- I ain't finna do all that. Your energy, your energy is important now. Like, I was Milton, like I was telling him last, like on the last... um episode we had like i have enough energy just to make it through my days of working of being a mom do whatever i have to do i don't have no extra energy in me to give it to somebody who don't deserve it or just to give it to a situation negative like 
that'll drain me. And then I ain't gonna do nothing for the rest of the day. It took too much of my energy. <laughs> like, well, I, I tell you know, I used to tell people that. I used to tell people, uh, I'd be like, in your 20s, it's like you got this infinite ball of energy. You could do whatever, go wherever, stay up to 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, get mm-hmm. up and go to work like it's nobody's business. But when you get to your 30s, it's like you, it's like charging up a phone. If you forget to charge that mug <laughs> at night, like you're going to be dead throughout the whole day. You're going to be like, I tried to make it, and it just did not work. I can't do it. Tell me something different, because <laughs> come on. But you and that's how it be, and it's like for for me personally, it's like mm, thank you, but no thank you, I'm good. Right. So it's like I'm good. But yeah, your circle is very important. You got to keep the people around you. Either if even if you're the person who's not where you want to be, surround yourself or let you know let people you know that's around you that want to help you be motivated, like. Keep them people around, and you know, not, not the ones that simple-minded don't don't see the, your vision. Like they don't see the vision or want to support your vision, they don't need to be around you. True that. It's gonna be dead weight. Like it's gonna be dead weight. You're gonna be doubting yourself. The negative energy gonna play into you, and then you're not gonna have that confidence in yourself to do whatever it is you want to do. So just make sure you you got a strong, tight circle that's genuine, because being genuine matters. <laughs> You right. That's how I be though. Like it's like at the end of like at the end of the day, get you together, and then mm-hmm. find some find a group that's gonna hold you accountable. Like mm-hmm. if you can't hold me accountable, don't be around me. Like tell tell me how to do something stupid. Like don't don't come in and just be in in the group and and let me be a screw up. Basically, like I don't mm-hmm. need you to do that. That's how I am. I be like talking or talking to somebody. I'm like, listen. They're like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, no, don't say that. I don't want to seem like I'm just right. If I'm not right, then let me know. They're like, no, she can you good. Like, I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh my God. Like, All right. Well, on that note, this was a great positive conversation. As always, when really I'm talking was, with bro. you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so what y'all want to leave them with? What you want to leave them with? Go get her or get gone. What you want to leave? What you want to leave them with? Drop something. I'm gonna say choose your circle wisely. I'm gonna say, bro, I always get a parent, friend, aka a person that's gonna have a, a a righteous conscience on your side, the person that's gonna understand you. And bro, thank you for being mine. I appreciate you. No problem. No problem. I'm always say find individuals that fuel you to be a better version of you and that can mm-hmm. acknowledge what you bring to the table. And never second guess it. Like it feels good to feel needed, but it feels good to be taken care of as well. So mm-hmm. say that. With that being said, we're gonna get ready to end this session. Make sure you check us out on the melaninplaybook.com, our live website. Um, also we're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple like, Music. Share, yeah. right? Follow, like, share, follow, and follow. Subscribe, and um, all the names are listed under the description. So if you check checking for us on Instagram, there's the actual Melanin Playbook page tag on there, and it's also each of our individual um, Instagram tags too. So give us a follow. Um, some of us might be more shirtless than others, so excuse me. But um, <laughs> just make sure you kind of give us a roll in, like, share, subscribe, share, share all the positive energy. Remember. Yeah. 
We count on you. You are a part of our community. So make sure you're giving us a shout out every chance that you get. With that being said, we're going to give you a holler as we get up out of here. You guys look forward to the next episode. We'll be looking forward to giving it to you. Yo, right. peace. Until next time.